This is Larie Daniel Favors, and welcome to The Hub. Blackberry, the nonprofit organization dedicated to bringing little-known stories of African-American achievement to light, is the subject of our next conversation. And this amazing organization uh, was founded by actor and writer Karen Parsons. Yes, Karen Parsons of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fame. And if you didn't know, now you do. Uh, she played the character as Hillary, one of my favorites. Uh, and as a new mom, Parsons was motivated by a really strong desire to instill a sense of culture and heritage to her own children. She was inspired by her own mother and upbringing, and she created Sweet Blackberry, this amazing group, fantastic entity that is creating um, all of these opportunities for, for people to learn more about the unknown stories of what we as a community have been able to accomplish. Ms. Karen Parsons, it is a pleasure to have you here on the Larry Daniel Favor Show. Hi, thank you. It's really good to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, I was, one, I was first, as I was preparing for this conversation, I was struck by uh, this notion of, of growing up in a library. And you had yeah. talked in, a, in, a, in an article recently about how you kind of grew up in libraries. And I was struck by that because my parents didn't allow us to watch a lot of TV. So we would go to the library with paper bag, grocery bags, fill them up with books. And then and that was like our summer <laughs> entertainment. But you actually had an experience where you kind of grew up in the library environment. Talk to us a bit about what that was like for you and how that led you to this fantastic idea. Oh, it was great. I mean, I, I you know, and I still to this day, it's like uh, you can just drop me off in any bookstore or library and go do whatever you're going to do. As long as I have my glasses, yes, <laughs> I'm good. I can be there for hours. I love, I mean, it was such a great, as a kid, I was an only child. And so often while my mom was at work as a librarian, I had to just hang out in the library. And so mm -hmm. you get used to entertaining yourself. And it, it, in, in the beginning, it's, you know, books that are of immediate interest to you. But when you're kind of immersed in that and you have to spend a lot of time there, you start to explore and find so many things um, you're, that you're interested in that maybe you didn't realize that you were, things that appeal to you. And so I had the luxury of, of being able to have time there. So I was able to reach out to more and more things, which was fantastic. I think I found there was a book called Plays, um, a series of book called plays and they would have two or three plays in them. And that was one of the first places, first things that got me interested in acting because I wow. would read the, you know, the character descriptions and the, the blocking and stage directions, et cetera, you know, and you I'd start to feel the whole experience and act out the parts in my head. And, and so, you know, that kind of introduced me to that. And then, you know, there were Judy Bloom. And uh, you know, <laughs> yes. who, who I was, you know, a big fan of, and um, and then later in life, my mother was still working as a librarian, and at that time she was heading the Black Resource Center at her library. She would mm. come across stories that she found really interesting, and she would tell them to me all the time. And they were about Black people in history that we didn't hear about, and or she didn't think I had heard about some she had never heard of. And um, when she told me the story of Henry Box Brown, the enslaved mm. man who mailed himself literally to his freedom in a box, mm. um, I was just bowled over. And that became the impetus for Sweet Blackberry, ultimately. 
So talk to us about Sweet Blackberry. And, and I, I remember when I first heard about the story about Henry Box Brown. And for, for people who don't know that story, you should, you should, one, look that up. Well, you should go to Sweet Blackberry because they talk about it. But, but you should also, you should just know that it is just one of the many heroic examples of the ways in which we yes. resisted and the creativity yes. that we brought uh, to the struggle for freedom and self, self-given freedom. Uh, so we, you, you've, Learn that story. It inspires you. It triggers something within you. And you move from just being uh, in, enraptured by that story to creating this entity, Sweet Blackberry. Mm-hmm. What was that like? And, and what does Sweet Blackberry do that helped meet that need that learning that story first opened up for you? Oh, I think for me, like, um, I mean, in terms of starting it, it, I didn't know what I was doing. I went into the whole thing really blind, which was probably a blessing because I didn't mm-hmm. look too far ahead at all of the you know, all the difficulty that was in front of me. And so I just kept moving. And I was excited by the idea of bringing these incredible stories to kids because I was, you know, I hadn't learned about so many stories that I was discovering. And I know that I knew that in the schools, there's pretty much a handful of stories, at least when I was growing up, that were being taught about black achievement. Mm -hmm. And there were amazing people, incredible stories, um, but just not enough. And not only were these other stories risk being lost forever, because they've been deliberately left out of textbooks or Mm. out of lessons and fading or fading, you know, we're fading away fast, but these are stories that children could be empowered by and inspired by. And I think for all kids, they teach a lesson of uh, when you're up against, you know, tremendous obstacles, those are actually opportunities, opportunities Mm. for, to do great things. And so I wanted to be able to bring these to kids, but it was hard in the beginning. I had no idea how to do it, how to go about it. And I started asking people around me, you know, it took me being getting ready to have my own child. I was pregnant and saying, Oh God, what do they teach kids in school mm. these days? Like what, yeah. what, do, what do I have to supplement her education with? Like that, that I want her to know about. And so I started talking a lot about this story about Henry Box Brown and these ideas I had had about children's books because I wanted to make a whole series of children's books. And my husband was finally like, you need to stop talking about it and get to it. And <laughs> so I didn't know how to do that. So, you know, shout out to actress. the supportive spouses who are like, please stop yeah, dreaming, yeah. make it work, <laughs> make it happen. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> this is important to it. But he's also, he's an independent filmmaker. So he's like one of the mm. people who like, you just get everybody together and you rally the troops and go. And I came from an acting background where you, you spend you know, you're in your acting workshop preparing, but you're kind of waiting for the phone to ring for your agent to tell you where the audition is. So you're waiting a lot. <laughs> it's far more passive in that way. And so I had to change gears. And um, and that was new for me. Mm. And I But I started asking a lot of people, saying, this is this thing I'm interested in doing. Do you know how I might be able to do this? And do you know anybody? And and people were really, one thing that I learned that was really beautiful is that people are very excited to support your passion. Mm. You know, even if they don't know exactly what to do, if you're open and really passionate about it, people come to you with like, well, I, I think my, my cousin knows somebody who does animation, you know, wow. and it starts to become this thing of like, how can I help you? How can I help you? So I really encourage everyone, if you've got something you're excited about and have no idea where to go, just Go to your phone book and talk to everyone and people you know, you know, because you see them at the local coffee house might be able to help you with something you never imagined. People mm. just, they want to help. So I, I love that lesson that I got out of all of it. <laughs> 
That is fantastic. And so you, you have now, so you, but you actually did more than just books or film. You, you're now doing both. It's, it's the, the series yes. of books and the animated version. Talk to us about how you decided to have multiple forms of these stories as opposed to settling in film or books. Well, you know, when I started it, obviously growing up in libraries and loving books as I do, I always thought of books and I just wanted, I could see the story of Henry Box Brown as a book and I was excited by it. But self-publishing wasn't what it is today when I first started putting this mm. all together. And that option, I didn't know how to publish it. I thought I just needed a publisher, not that I could self-publish. And I started talking to people and soon found out that, oh, I can make a little movie. That would be really cool. And a lot of my friends were having babies around that time. And I know that people felt guilty sticking their kids in front of like a, a yes, TV Lord. or a video. But I, th but I thought, well, if they could give them something, a young person, something that they, um, they thought was educational or fun and engaging, but teaching them something, mm. um, they might not feel so bad. So it all seemed to kind of work at the same time. Like, I think I can make a film and I can be making something good for kids at the same time. And so I went down that route first. And I'm happy to say that in this just past December, we uh, released our first picture book um, mm. about Bessie Coleman. Wow. It's called Flying, Flying Free. And, I'm, it's, and it's beautiful. And we have just done the film. Uh, we've done four animated films um, about different incredible people in mm. history. They're kind of like picture books come to life. Wow. Um, light, lightly animated with a single narrator. We've had, we've been fortunate enough to have Alfred Woodard, Queen oh, Latifah, wow. Chris Rock, Lawrence Fishburne, mm. um, who narrated the, the story Flying Free about Bessie Coleman. And then we had the book in December. And this coming December of this year, we will have a book called Saving the Day about Garrett Morgan and his invention wow. of the traffic signal. Wow. But so now it's both. Yeah, and those are those are published by Little Brown. Mm, I so. love this, and I love that. I, I, one of the reasons I was really excited about the fact that you were in multiple mediums, uh, both a print book and a film, is because I have noticed that uh, with my own children, who and I was one of those parents. I was like, my my son was born the year the iPad became a thing, and I was horrified. <laughs> I said, "What is this? Parents shouldn't be giving an iPad to a child. This is..." And I was very, I was, I'm so glad I'm not as rigid in my opinions about things as I was in that moment. But I remember the gradual increased exposure to the tablet because it was like, oh, yeah. well, it's very helpful. Yeah. It's extraordinarily useful. And the, one of the things I recognize is that with this generation of children, um, their attention span is geared more towards a screen type experience. I remember when my child started mm -hmm. walking and he walked over over. This is my daughter. She walks over to the TV and swipes at it across the screen oh. expecting it to move and I thought my god I am what I feared and, but the reality yeah. is in schools if you especially if you had to do virtual school this year our children are primed towards yeah. an attention span grabber that is not the same experience as when you sit down and recline and open up a book so having both of these medium uh, really yeah. I think at least in my hopes and dreams, is really going to be appealing to yeah. multiple forms of learning for them. And, and so I'm so yeah. glad that that is, that is something that you were able to put together and be successful. And how you've, yeah. you've pulled together all, um, 
actors who are narrating. You've got uh, illustrators who are helping. You've got, it, it almost sounds like a village effort to make this work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are it your is. long, well, the, hey, the village knows what the village needs and the village can provide. Mm -hmm. But how can yes. we now as the audience who I'm, we're going to graft ourselves onto your village. How do we access your books? How do we access the film? Are there, are you showing up in schools? Are there curriculum that teachers can use to introduce these topics? Where else should we see Sweet Blackberry showing up that perhaps we have not oh. yet? Yes. Well, thank you for asking all of that and putting that all out there. We are currently, um, we, we are currently on Canopy um, as, as far as streaming goes, but you can also find the films and the books on the on sweetblackberry.org. Uh, Go to sweetblackberry.org and you can find all of our, everything that we have there. We do also offer curriculum so um, you can write us and talk to us about what your needs are. I, when we're not in the pandemic, and hopefully soon things will be opening up again, mm. I travel around schools around the country, to schools around the country, and screen the films, talk to the kids, and sometimes engage in activities with them as well that are related to the films. And that is a very, I mean, that's to me like the most gratifying, fulfilling experience. Kids have such great observations and questions and their response to learning about these people has been so strong. Um, mm. I mean, that, and that happened early on and that's really a lot of, that was a lot of the fuel that kept me going in the beginning when I was just flailing and didn't know what I was doing <laughs> was the response I was getting from kids and their caregivers and, and from huh. educators. Um, so, because this is, it was filling a, a niche and also, also um, I found that older kids, that well, we weren't, you know, gearing the kid, the stories as much to the older kids, but they were hanging around and watching these films as well because wow. of the content, because they didn't know about, you know, Janet Collins, this dancer, the first mm. black prima ballerina, or they didn't know that a black man invented the traffic signal, you know, these things. So they were fascinated by the stories and they were learning too. And that was something I didn't know in the beginning that parents and older siblings would all be sitting around and wanting to watch these things to, together. And that when I did eventually visit the school, that I'd be going up, you know, that they would start at little kids, but I'd be going all the way up through like the eighth grade talking to kids um, about these films because it, it, it appeals to them. Learning about these people really appeals to them. I, I got to pause you right there. I'm, and I, I'm not going to politicize this conversation because I, I am a very politi <laughs> politically opinionated person. We talk a lot about, you know, social justice issues, equity, race, racial justice issues on this show. That, that's kind of like the life bubble that I live in. And so I, I'm mm -hmm. not going to introduce that necessarily to this conversation. But I got to be honest with you. We are at a time where all across the country we are seeing laws being offered up that say this is exactly the type of education we should not be sharing, that it is harmful to children, that it is uh, this type of, of focus on a particular culture or community. or, or we are, We're seeing laws introduced right now that says this type of educational content is not appropriate for children. And But you just said something that is the exact opposite based on real world experience and dare I say expertise and not just understanding this history, but crafting it in an age appropriate medium that is actually... Having it seems like what what you said. Correct me if I'm wrong. You actually were seeing very positive impacts from children being exposed to this type of information, and not oh, just the babies. Without, oh no, no, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, this is huh. this is and this is something that we all need. This isn't you know. Also, this is something that yes, this is incredible for for kids of color, 
this is empowering and really important and potent stuff, right? Mm. We know this. But this is a bit for all this is a, this is American history. You know, right. I know we get relegated to this really little month, <laughs> little short month <laughs> for Black History Month and and there is a a place and uh, for that and I understand that and that's important. But it, we should be teaching this all year round to mm. everybody. That's and this right. is this is history for everybody. These contributions are for all of us. This is, these are Americans that we're talking about and the contributions that they've made and the strides and I, so I think it's really important for all kids and also these to learn about these people is empowering for all children. Mm. It also, it helps, I think, for little kids when they come up into the world, um, be they black, white, or whatever, I think it changes the landscape of race for them as they enter and re- mm. start to recognize that because of our society, they yeah. start seeing this. It changes the landscape for them when they recognize their value and their neighbor's value. And, mm. and, you know, instead of always hearing that, you know, and being taught either directly or indirectly that, you know, every now and then a special black person comes along and does something great, <laughs> which is kind of like the subliminal message. that I think when I was coming up, I got yeah. and we can cast that thing aside, kick that to the curb and we can all recognize the, the incredible contributions of black people have been making all along mm. the building up of this country that people have been doing all along. And that therefore everyone can see, Oh, this is, this is me. And this is what I'm capable of. And this is what people that look like me have done in this world. And people who maybe don't look like that can also recognize that. I think it's just important for, for all kids. And also over, like I said before, that looking at challenges differently, mm. recognizing that daunting, frightening situations and challenges can actually be opportunities. Wow. You know, opportunities for greatness. And I think we need to teach our kids that as well. And I think that we also need to let people know that you accept donations because, ma'am, we need to see you everywhere. (laughs) We need to see this project expand. Uh, I I wasn't anticipating this particular part of the conversation. I I try to keep uh, uh, people who are not proactively in the political space. You know, I don't want to have any negative impact on your economies. But, you know, I try to keep some of that stuff out. But this is exactly what we have been talking about. That is such a need uh, for our communities. Yes, black communities and black children must have access to this information. The point you just made, however, about how it changes the way we see our neighbors and how our neighbors see us. If we are serious Mm -hmm. about making success in this community or in this world Mm -hmm. a thing, then we are going to have to do exactly what you are doing. So sweetblackberry.org slash donations, sweetblackberry.org slash donations and sweetblackberry.org. So you can also purchase the books, get access to the film and then find out how you can bring this material and this content into your own educational space, both in your home school space and environment. And I don't mean homeschool as in homeschooling, but your the education <laughs> that should be happening in your house, as well as the education that should be happening uh, in the walls of your school building. Miss Karen Parsons, I'm so excited about this. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is really nice and I appreciate it.